0: This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. Come on, give it up for these guys. These guys are amazing. All right, you guys, you guys may be seated here. You may be seated. All right, you guys ready to get in the Word? Praise the Lord. You guys ready to think different? Anybody need some help in your thinking, your mind, a little bit? All right. Anybody glad that your mind's here with you? And yeah, uh, anybody thankful that if you lost your mind, you got it back? At least as anybody ever lose your mind. (laughs) All right, so so we find ourselves in all different situations here. And this is uh, um, our heart as a church is to really, um, our vision, a part of our vision is to equip. And so this is really an equipping type message, you know. Um, And so uh, our heart is that supernatural things happen in your thinking as a result of this series that as we dig into the word and really talk about our thinking you know I think the number one place we need some help is is right between our ears I mean maybe that's my own story my own testimony is is God's done some things in my mind and my thinking but I still got some work to do it show is quiet already And so it's okay, it's okay if it's quiet, Um, but I need some amen people out there somewhere help a brother out up here. I'm all up here by myself other than me and Jesus, okay? So help me out, but but you guys ready to get in this? You excited about this uh, series here, Rethink? Yeah, awesome. And so if you guys uh, wanna turn your Bibles uh, to Jeremiah chapter 31, and um, as you're turning there, just we're excited about Mother's Day. And then the Sunday after Mother's Day, we're actually gonna be praying for all the graduates uh people graduating and this and that if you graduated recently gonna graduate if you're even in school we'll just let you come up to the altar too we'll pray for you too but uh but really we just want to pray over you guys and so we'll have a special time uh not not this this coming sunday it's all about the mamas and then after that we're going to pray for all the graduates lay hands on you and and just pray that it's so awesome when people finish things amen and so we want to celebrate people that are finishing some stuff and so we're excited for people Um, Like that. Um, We just had a graduation with somebody on our team, and somebody else is graduating on Friday. Um, And so that's awesome, man. Come on, give it up for the graduates up in here. All right. And even our interns, as they graduate from Teen Challenge, the School of Ministry, we're going to be praying over you as you guys go on to the next season of your life as well. And so we want to take time to do that. Amen and so let's do so Jeremiah chapter 31 we we'll start in verse 33 I will pray and then we're going to jump right into the Word of God this morning uh, Father we just thank you for the Word I thank you for everybody in this place Lord I pray God that the Word of God is planted on the soil of our heart and it transforms our mind the way we think God I pray for transformation to take place that we are more like Jesus after this happens here Lord that we walk out of here a little bit more like Jesus and a little less like our past. In Jesus' name, somebody shout amen. Amen. Okay, so here we go. So I'm just going to kind of give a foundation here. We're going to be talking about this all month and really drilling through it, even on midweek, a little more. Um, But the word rethink, we call this rethink, and I just want to give you that definition of the word, and then we're going to get into the word here. But the word rethink means this. It means to change one's mind, all right, to rethink. Anybody ever say something to you, and you're and it wasn't maybe healthy, or they were going to end up the wrong, down the wrong road, and you were like, hey, you might want to rethink that. Has anybody ever told you that? Like you might want to think about that. You might want to think on it, for all you church people who think on it, all right? You might want to put a praise on that thinking first. Come on, somebody. Uh, look at your neighbor and say, put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. So that's what it means. It means rethink really means to change one's mind, to consider again to reconsider or, you know, re means again, think means to think. So to think again, okay, to rearrange. And so as we're going through this series, that's what we're talking about, that God has given us the power to think differently. To rearrange our thinking, to adjust the way we um, think about ourselves, think about others, think about God. And many times when we are in a trial, when we are in a tough situation, that's when our minds start running the wrong direction. Right? Okay, I got one amen and a nodding head back there. Thank you too, ladies. But but I don't even know what I'm talking about. You're good. You get in a stressful situation, you're like, Phew. it's like, what just happened? What have you done with Sean? Brings sh- right. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I understand pressure can cause us to revert to old ways of thinking. Um, you know, uh, uh, pressure, life, situations, uh, unfavorable circumstances, trauma, um, just sad things. Life itself can, you're, you're living for God. You love God in your heart. You're saved. This isn't a question of your eternal destiny per se, but you get yourself in a situation and your heart isn't in question, but the way you're thinking and your decision making is. Amen. Okay, and so we're going to talk about this, and I know when, when you teach this subject, it's very popular, there's a great book out there, if you don't know about it, it's one of the be- greatest books, my pastor, Pastor Jay, he says, Bible is his favorite book, his second favorite book, is Joyce Meyer's book, Battlefield of the Mind, and so, uh, yeah, that's a good one, okay, because how many of you know your mind is a battlefield, okay, they need to rewrite that song, love is not a battlefield, my mind is the battlefield that makes love a battlefield, come on somebody, and so, you know, anybody know that song? Come on, come on, back in the 80s, is that right? 80 what? Come on now. All right, no, I'm not going to sing. My, uh, no, 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 the people know I can't sing and they're like, no, 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 Sean, don't. Love is a battlefield. Is that, is that okay? Am I okay? Am I, no, no, my wife's like, no, don't, Stop. My wife's like, just don't, don't. But my, your mind is a battlefield. And we're going to talk about this. There's theology behind this. It's going to help you. And I don't want us to be scared of our mind. Or like, oh, you know, uh, it's just that, that our spirit, we are made up of a spirit, soul, and a body. The, the book of 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 5 says that he would preserve your whole spirit. Everybody say, I'm a spirit. Okay, your whole spirit, soul, and body. Say, I have a soul, and I live in a body say it again say I'm a spirit I have a soul and I live in a body okay so we're gonna break down the soul part of us you know the soul your soul and I know that word is used a lot in different ways in scripture but really in that scripture it speaks of you as a human you're a three-part being you are a spirit when you die your spirit you are leaving the body so your body isn't you It's just what's housing you all right it's your earth suit okay and so your earth suit is what's housing you, but in your soul you have, and your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. When you're saved, the Bible says, you are a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away, all things have become new. The Bible says that God's gonna give you a new heart, a new spirit, and we're gonna talk about this. And, 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 but then when you're saved, you're, you come out of Egypt, like the children of Israel came out of slavery came through the Red Sea baptized. Anybody still need to get baptized? We're gonna be bap- baptizing people this summer. Anybody still has not been water baptized? I'm not gonna, okay, everybody has been baptized? Oh, awesome. Okay, it's okay. I'm not trying to like scare you or anything. People are like, no, I've been baptized. I baptized myself already. No. But, but, but when, when they came out of um, Egypt, they came into a place called the wilderness and they were there for 40 years. And so that's a representation that God was with them he was their God they were quote-unquote baptized and saved but their mind kept them in cycles so what doesn't say that it doesn't mean that God doesn't love them God didn't want what was more for them but they did not have the thinking capacity to get out of the patterns in their life even though they were quote-unquote walking with God so somebody say I am a spirit I have a soul and I live in the body, and I live in the body, okay? Okay, so, so here we go. So that's a foundation. I wasn't really gonna go into that. I just felt to kind of lay a solid foundation. So we're gonna talk about that part of us, our mind, okay? And so here we go. Jeremiah 31, verse 33 says this. It's talking about the new covenant in Christ. It says, this is what the prophet said. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law In their minds and write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people so before Christ God could not get the law in their minds he had to write it on stone the Bible says that he wrote the law on tablets of stone in the Old Covenant and now he's gonna write it on the tablet of the heart which is flesh and so in the Old Testament the way God spoke to his people was from the outside coming at them don't do this etched in stone they had hundreds of commands and because of sin god could not house humanity so he had to come from the outside at them and in christ the grace of god always works inside out religion always works outside in But God will touch your life, save you, forgive you, fill you with His Holy Spirit, make you the very sanctuary of God. He will be inside of you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit and He will write His law on your heart. It's very interesting here, as we talk about this, that He writes the law on the heart, meaning He etches it, it is written. On your heart. This isn't just many times when people teach this, it's always about what I have to do to be renewed. But grace always starts with God doing something inside of you and not being worked through you that this isn't mechanics, this isn't necessarily just yet. I don't wanna talk about the disciplines just yet. I'm gonna talk about the grace of God and that you are enabled by God to think the word of God because he has put it up in your head. Look at your neighbor and say, I got the word on my brain. All right, And and so here's my first point is God's word is in my mind by His grace. God has done something so profound that once Jesus uh, um, lived, uh, died, was buried, rose again, went to sit at the right hand of the throne of God, sent the Holy Spirit for us to be filled, baptized, submerged in His presence. We now have the capacity by His grace to think divine thoughts, not that those thoughts come at us, but they come through us by His Holy Spirit. It's interesting though, it says He writes it on the heart, but He puts it in the mind. And I looked that up and it really means that He, he um, when it comes to our mind, He gives it to our mind or He makes it available for you to think the way He does. And so it's like kind of like on your phone where it says download available and you say later. Anybody done that? Or you go to your updates and you got like 20 of them. You're like, I don't feel like downloading that right now. And that's what God does. That's what the word of God does is that his word is literally there is a download available in your mind. And the, where we get into trouble is we don't download it. We just keep it in the updates available. <laughs> right? You ever, you know, God ever talked to you, give you something, and you're like, ah, not today. Uh, you know, nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put to download that just yet. Right? And so it's 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 that he has put it there. He just like on your phone, there is a download available. There is new spiritual technologies available for your mind, but it is up to us to allow those things to be downloaded so it then starts to transform who we are. Because your phone has the capability of those updates, but it is your choice whether you're gonna update it or not. Yeah, I knew this was gonna be a shouting message here. Uh, It's okay, it's all right. I'm not mad at anybody here, okay? but but he puts his law and that's something that in Christ under grace that he made available to your mind the capacity to break out of patterns ways of thinking cycles he's put his word in your mind, there are downloads available, and this is something too. I, I believe I was talking to uh, my best friend. He was just recently here, um, and we were hanging out yesterday a little bit. He's from Northern California. He's preaching here at another church, and and so he was. We were talking about how isn't that how um, when you when you when you're saved, he puts his law, he makes that available. Have you ever even you might not know everything written in the word, but when you hear it, you're like yes. The the spirit of God inside of you testifies that that is true. I haven't read that, but I know it's right. It's the spirit of God inside of you testifying of a truth that you have not cognitively processed just yet. That, that that thing is in you. And so the word of God begins to highlight what he's already doing. It starts to bear witness. It is not necessarily all of it coming just from reading the logos, which is the Greek word, written word, really. It is the word. It's not just it, me, like... Um, externally processing what I'm reading. It is the, it is the partnership of the written word and the, and the rhema word inside of me. It's the word and the spirit speaking to me that, that I can read this and go, I, I, yeah, I know that never read it before, but that I know that. How did I know that? It's the spirit of God inside of you that he by his grace has enabled you internally to process and live out the Word of God. We're talking about rethink this month, to change one's mind, to consider again, to reconsider, to rearrange. It also means rethink means to polish. He is polishing my mind. He's putting some shine on it. Come on, somebody. He is polishing the way I think, you know, to put means to give, really, to present, so it's, it that word that he brings, it is something that he presents to our mind, it's available, it is there, he now can work those things out in us, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, if you guys want to turn there quickly here, once again, as you're just turning there, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16, but this is the covenant This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds. Wow. And write it on their hearts and I will be their God. And they shall be my people. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16 says this. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Look at the person next to you and say, I can think like God. Look at somebody else and say, my thoughts are anointed. <laughs> All right. Come on. Some of you are laughing because you're like, I don't know about that, Pastor John. I mean, I mean, that's kind of stretching it. Okay. But we're talking about, that's what the Bible says. You have, the Bible says that he anoints your head with oil. Look at, look at your neighbor and say, my mind is anointed. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. You know, you ever, you know, he, I, I have the mind of Christ. You say, Pastor that's a very bold statement. I've been through some things, and I'd be thinking things that I'm not trying to share with other people because they're going to think I'm crazy. I love Jesus, but what I'm thinking isn't always testifying of what's in my heart. Can I get an amen? But you have the mind of Christ. You have the capacity, capability, by the grace of God, to thank God's thoughts about yourself, other people, God, and, and life in general. That you have, the, you have the mind of Christ. Sometimes when you look at scriptures like this that are hard to digest, just say, oh, I'm just saying it by faith. It's just a faith confession. I have the mind of Christ. Come on, say that with me. Say, I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. Say, I have the mind of Christ. All right. So, so, so let's say this together. Say, I have the mind of Christ. My mind thinks like Christ. I think about others the way Jesus does. I think about myself the way Jesus does. I process the rough times the way Jesus does. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, somebody. Feel better already? We have, we have the capacity to think on a divine level by the grace of God. Well, I'm working on it. Yes, you are. But you, I said you have the capacity. You have the mind of Christ. He places His law in your mind, presents it, makes it available to you to, to download, to change the way that you think. That you, when you go through a tough time, you do not have to go into a dark place of depression. Now, I'm not taking away the realities of those emotions and the way your mind used to work. But in Christ, you have the mind of Christ. You are a believer. You, you have Jesus in your heart. Jesus in my heart is the beginning. But he wants that worked out in the way you think. He wants that worked out in the way you process things. He wants that worked out in the, in the, as you go through your day, as you go through your life. You are not a loser. You are, you are not going to stay where you are. You, you are not, uh, uh, you have not arrived to, to the best it could be. No that you have the mind of Christ and you have the ability to think on a divine level. He anoints our head with oil. Here, here's my second point. Um, I can please God with my mind. Let's say that together. Say, I can please God with my mind. Okay, I, you can please God with your mind. Okay, and so this, the, the, the renewing of the mind, the ability to re- rethink starts with the grace of God. It starts with His goodness. It starts with what He has done. It starts with Him putting it there first. It is not my discipline. My discipline comes after. My, my, my discipline in the Word of God is the result of what grace has done already. That, that he, have put, he has put me on this track of development and growing in my spiritual walk. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 says this. Matthew 22, verse 37 says this. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That you, you can love God with your mind. My mind has the capability to bring God glory. That your mind by the grace of God can bring your heavenly Father glory. Not just your worship, not just your giving, not just you serving, but your mind. The inner work is the way you think and process process things. Once again, let's say this together. Say, I shall love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind. I can please God with my mind. And I shared, I don't know if you guys saw this on social media, uh, that that there was a question there that we posted, and then I kind of answered it a little bit, and it was something along the lines of, how do I walk with God when I struggle with controlling my thoughts? Okay? Um, And I experienced this um, in the middle of the night last night. Um, My um, daughter got up in the middle of the night. Okay? Anybody have kids? and Has that ever happened to you? Um, yeah, and no, no, it's never oh the the, the husband is like, No, because well, he's sleeping. Well not But but last night it happened to me. Okay. I was in a vulnerable space. I was in a vulnerable place. I'm gonna preach we got church and my baby girl coming to our bed with a little problem and and my mind immediately went, Oh man, it's Sunday and I was like, I was about to go downhill. I was about to break and just start weeping. No, but in the moment, like I was in a vulnerable place. Okay, it was vulnerable for me. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's all right. I can be real, right? real church, real people, right? So so here I was, and then, and then I had to catch myself and my wife helped me out a little bit. I just heard her say, it's all right. I was like, yes, Lord, it's okay, I have the mind of Christ. <laughs> No, I wasn't really crying. I probably was about to maybe, but no, but, but in the moment, my mind, can anybody, anybody ever in a vulnerable place in your mind just, yeah, am I the only one? Come on, people, don't leave me hanging. Come on. Come on. We're talking about rethinking. I mean, we got to talk. We got to be real if we're going to grow. All right. And so, and so in that moment, so then I went and I helped out this situation, went, um, got back in bed, and, and kind of worked it out, and, and then my daughter was, for some reason, middle of the night, she was like all happy, wanting to talk to me, and I just was like, I just didn't respond, I was, you know, but it was just like, in my mind, I'm like, why are you, this isn't 2 p.m., this is 2 a.m., she's like, hey, dada, dada, da, 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 da. and I was like, like I could, I was like, I'm not going to engage because I don't want to wake up, right? So I just shut it down. But in that moment, my mind, my emotions was about to drift, about to get negative, bummed out. I got to get up in the morning. We got stuff to do. You know what I mean? And so, so I understand that at times um, that happens. Our mind is that part of us that needs to be disciplined and we're going to get into this this month but but i just want to encourage you even in those moments okay and mine wasn't that serious but it was a moment and it was my mind my spirit was probably like don't even trip god's got this but i didn't say that i said it's sunday (laughs) right and so um but know that you have been given access by the grace of god through the blood of Jesus for your thinking to change. Now I'm not talking discipline, I'm talking grace coupled with my willingness to allow him to do his thing, that my thinking can change. I noticed before I got married, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of skeptical to some degree, I was a little scared to get married because of my perception of what I heard from other folks about marriage. And women in general okay and no like I know right you're like wow really yes I mean I was kind of like oh man like I could I you know we got married pretty fast I'm like is she gonna like like come out like who, who you know I was like is, 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 is who I'm experiencing now gonna be the same one after we sign that document you know what I mean like I was processing that anybody you know I'm talking about my mind but but as a result of, of, of reading some uh, books on marriage, like good books on marriage, like Christian stuff, it started to um, change the way I think about women in general. It began to help me because of the way I was told. And, and it was negative stuff. Like, you ever hear negative stuff about the opposite sex? Yeah. Like, are you guys okay? Is this all right? And so, so I, I, as a result of my mind was in a certain way thinking, that, you, I would hear stuff like all women are crazy. I, I know really, I used to hear that. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. So, and 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 I'm talking even from like Christian folks, like oh, better watch out. It's, 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 something's gonna go. It's gonna go down. And and like my wife was, and I were married for years, and it's like it never went down. You know, so I'm still kind of like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm but, but we have our situations and our moments. But I'm using this as an example that my thinking was off. Now I understand people are people and situations and women are different. And, but when I read these books, it was like they're just different. They're not trying to do this. It's just they're, they're different. I was like, whoa, wow, this is this is good for me. So I got married. My perception changed for the better. It it my Thinking, I started to rethink how I think about the one I was about to get married to. And so as a result of me, I, I, we, her and I read like five books. I was like, babe, we got to read these together. And she was like, whatever, I guess I'll do it. But it was more for me. And um, so like for Christmas, I think I got her a stack of marriage books before we got married. But hey, we're still married. We're going to celebrate eight years in a couple weeks. So praise the Lord. And so, so I can please God with my mind. I can please my wife with my mind. I, this, the, I'm just using that as an example that I started to be transformed by two things. And we're going to get into this. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12. By two things. That I started to take in some new information. Somebody say the word of God. And I started to step into a season Um. that that I started to get, I stepped into a new position. I became a husband. And so I started to experience what it was really like to be married to a wonderful woman that didn't go crazy. You know, and the experience coupled with the information I was getting started to change the way I think. And so let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse one. And we're almost done, guys. Romans chapter 12, verse one, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies Everybody say surrender. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. It's, it's really looking at us, our lives, our bodies, our who we are as an offering. That's what i talking about as a Christian. So once again, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God, I plead with you. The, 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 uh, the apostle Paul was by the mercies of God, meaning like the deep places of his heart, like almost like it, it almost can look at like that scripture and the way he's saying that I beseech you by the mercies of God, meaning the inner part of his heart. He's talking to this church. He's like, guys. I just feel this deep in my soul, like really his, his, his inner parts, his the core of his being is almost pleading with his church in Rome and saying, guys, make your life an offering to God. First and foremost, what that's what he's saying. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. We're talking about the mind and this reasonable. If you look it up, it really means divine reason or spiritual logic or God's logic which is contrary to our logic at times it's really a reasonableness from God's perspective what's expected from God's perspective and he's saying this is the Christian life is my life is an offering we're not talking about the mind yet he's saying I beseech you I implore you church say Jesus I'm I you know you you can have everything He's saying, man, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is a reasonable act of worship. And another translation says that this is the Christian life saying, God, I am yours my whole life, my marriage, my kids. We were praying on Facebook um, this morning uh, with people logging in, we pray every morning and that's what we were praying. God, we just, we just give you everything. God, we want you on everything. We want you on our finances, on our life, on our marriage, on our minds, on our, on our homes. Lord, God, it's all about you. We want you, we don't want things, we want you. I mean, nothing wrong with things, but our prayer as a community, as a church, as individuals should be first and foremost, God, we give you everything Uh, you know i don't just want you on my schedule you are my schedule i don't i don't just want um i just don't want to lift up my plans to you i want um your plans to be revealed to me it's 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 kind of like oh you know my my best friend was telling me how he just preached on being a friend of god and, and you know how the bible says that um um you know if if you know If you do everything I say Jesus says you're my friend and it's kind of like what kind of friend is that like if I said this to my wife hey babe you could you you know you you can marry me just do what I say I mean that would be cool I wish my wife would do everything that I say but um but um but, but but that's what Jesus said he says hey if you want to be my friend do what I say and this is the thing is that friendship with God is a benefit of first making him Lord and so that's what he's saying look I'm Lord first friend second and when you make him Lord, I am now your friend. Come on, somebody. And so that's what this is saying. I beseech you, I implore you. I, you know, almost I beg you, Romans, uh, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, which is a reasonable act of service. Give your life to God. Here we go, verse two. This is the foundation of rethinking. Here we go, verse two. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So surrender puts you in an environment where Christ begins to reign. So the renewing of my mind is not my practice and not my discipline, it is me surrendering to God and I find myself in an environment where my mind begins to be transformed, not because of what I do, but because of what what I let go of. That an environment of surrender, the transformation of your mind begins. It begins in real time. When you say yes to Jesus, you are on his playing field. And he begins to orchestrate your life. That the steps of the righteous are ordered. I am simply in a position for them to be walked out. And your mind is not necessarily exclusively renewed by you didactively breaking down scripture. It is when you say yes to Jesus and you will find yourself in a place where your mind will be stretched. God is calling your spirit to a place that your mind must catch up with. God will never put your mind at the head of the thing. He will call your life into a place and your mind's gonna go, what in the world am I doing here? When he pulled Peter, or Peter stepped out of that boat, he pulled he, he, Jesus, is that you? In a sense, his soul, his mind, his emotions got in the way of what God called him to do. And he began to sink. God is calling you into a place uh, where Christ reigns. The renewal of the mind happens in the will of God. Come on, somebody. When you say yes to Jesus, you don't have to be like, oh, my mind, my mind. No, just say yes, and you will find yourself in a place where he's going to start working on that mind. You know, uh, you know when, when you, you can talk all about marriage. That, man, you got this thing. To, wait, just get in marriage, and you'll really find out what's going on. You, yeah, <laughs> right? When, when you are, it wasn't the books that helped me the books were part of it but i had to take that logos and step and sign that marriage document and the information plus the experience or the environment is what started to change my mind my wife proved me wrong in a good way all right so so transformation happens in an environment of surrender and as you step out there with God, it's, so, it's such an awesome thing that if uh, surrender is first, not, oh, God, I got to get my mind right. No, if you just say yes to Jesus, your mind will start to transform. You're gonna, it's going to be the experience of his presence coupled with the word of God. It's going to be the, the, uh, the, 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 the marriage between the written word and the spirit word. You step out in obedience for God and your mind will begin to change. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Here's my last point. My purpose requires a renewed mind. That I cannot fulfill my purpose based on the way I used to think. I cannot have a healthy marriage based on how I thought before I was married. That my purpose, your destiny, requires a renewed mind. And when you say yes to Jesus and you step out there with him in whatever he's calling you to do, when you step out there with God, you will find yourself beginning to be transformed. God will call your spirit to a place that your mind will have to catch up with. All right, here we go. I got one more scripture. Let's go here to Proverbs chapter uh, 16, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 16, verse three, and we're gonna close after this. So as you're turning there, once again, I just wanna review these here with you. What was my first point? Come on, people, talk to me. God's word is in my? All right, what's second point? I can please God with my? And my last point, my purpose requires a renewed mind. God will call your spirit to a place that your mind will have to catch up with. And the worship team can come on up. Proverbs chapter 16, verse three here we go commit your works to the Lord everybody say surrender so commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established you notice that your thoughts being established or firm Um, anybody could use a little bit more stability in your thoughts yeah yeah come on thank you uh, real people out there but notice it says to trust first commit means trust surrender first and so our thoughts aren't the focal point. Our thoughts are the beneficiary of our obedience or the way what will begin to happen. Now I'm not saying we don't need to get in the word and kind of maybe some scriptures that apply to your situation. It's good to memorize that stuff, you know? Um, Psalm 91 in, in one version, I think it's a new American standard says, he sets me securely on high. And so that was something I dealt with insecurities a lot as a kid. So that's a scripture that I just drilled into me. It was coming from the outside in, but I had that word in me. So I understand the the memorization of scripture. I'm not taking away from all that. But when you're talking about being transformed, it's going to start with God's grace and our obedience. So once again, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will then be established. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.